0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Australian Seller Podcast. My name is Chris Thomas, and I'll be your host. And this is the show where we talk about all things Amazon and e-commerce, whether it be private label, wholesale, dropshipping, and how you can generate a recurring income either on the side or as a full-time gig. And welcome back to another episode of the Australian Seller Podcast. Today's episode is episode 65. So if you head over to the Australian Seller forward slash zero six five, you'll get all the show notes to today's episode. And we welcome back Regina Peterbergsky, who reports to us on Sellicon. So she went to Amazon's, well, the biggest Amazon seller event in the Western world. There's probably some bigger ones in China, but uh, for us Westerners uh, in America, in Las Vegas, Sellicon is enormous. I think there was around about 2,000 people. attended apparently Um, but first off though i just want to quickly apologize for the audio on my channel so i just sound like i've been through some kind of weird witness protection with i don't know voice protection filter thing and i sound really creepy there was something weird going on when we recorded and i just we just didn't have time to re-record but Look, there's just some really great quality content here from Regina, so I wanted to just get this thing up, and you know, we, I guess we just have to put up with it this week. Now, we do talk about um, things like launching products on Amazon, um, you know, using Search Find Buy or SFB for short, Stealth Rank. Um, the brand Spanx is also discussed, uh, as well as um, Fail. <laughs> so first attempt at learning, which I quite like. Um, now, as of course, as I've been discussing most weeks, uh, Private coaching. So if you'd like to book a time to chat with me privately, confidentially about your Amazon business, um, or even just some of your product ideas, just shoot me a message first over at chris at christhomas.com.au. Maybe we can have a phone conversation and a bit of a chat about where you're at. Um, or if you're a bit more adventurous, just book me directly over at com forward slash chris. Now, also, India's obviously coming up. I'm just going to keep banging on about it until it's done. So that's at the Delhi Fair. The dates are between the 14th and the 20th, so so you really should come along. So to learn more about that, just head over to theaustralianseller.com forward slash India. And tomorrow morning, uh, that's Saturday the 6th uh, at 11-ish, maybe 11.30, I'm with Megla, and we're going to be doing a sort of a webinar thing on product research tactics for our upcoming India sourcing trip. So jump over to Facebook uh, to, to attend that webinar uh, just by visiting theaustralianseller.com forward slash India sourcing. That's all one word. Now, don't forget to join the Australian Seller family. We're over 550 members and growing strong. Touch me in a little bit of music uh, before we get into the creepiest episode that I've done so far with Regina Peterburski.
1: Welcome back to another episode of the Australian Seller Podcast, and I'm thrilled to welcome back Regina Peterberg. She, thank you, Regina, for coming on the show again. And today we're going to have a chat about Silicon, and uh, and because you were there, so I want a full report on my desk by the end of this show.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good luck with that, hey Chris. Sure. Good to be back. I'm- Just about uh, over the jet lag, Uh, but of course, I came back uh, with something I picked up on the plane, and it wasn't a good-looking one either. It was a bit of a flu, some recovering from that still, but uh, settling back into the Melbourne cold after 40 degrees in Las Vegas last week. Absolutely.
1: Sounds marvellous, really. I mean, (laughs) I've got a lot of questions here about Silicon because I've I've never been, and from what I understand, it is the biggest Amazon seller event in the US anyway. I know there are probably a lot bigger ones in China, but in the US, this is massive, right?
2: Certainly in the Western Mm. world, uh, as far as I'm aware, it is by far the biggest. Mm -hmm. Uh, This year, I believe there were close to 2,000 people in the Mm -hmm. room. Uh, And they also do a live feed because I know for the last two seller cons, I haven't actually flown to Vegas, but I have watched... two o'clock, three o'clock in the Mm. morning from my bed, I've watched a live uh, video feed. So there could be another several thousand people watching live like I have previously done before. I see, I
1: see. What does it cost to go? How much does it cost to get, well,
2: for the ticket? It's one of those, Mm. depending on when you buy your ticket, uh, in fact, they started selling for next year already, and you could pick up a ticket to, at this year's event for four hundred dollars. Uh, but generally, the closer it gets, the more expensive they become. But around the seven hundred to a thousand US dollars for the three days, I think uh, I bought my ticket in January, February, and I paid seven hundred dollars US, and that was for the VIP. So mm-hmm. that also gave us uh, networking lunches on all three mm-hmm. days, uh, all of the recordings. Um, which they're working on now, mm-hmm. and uh, also the VIP party at Hakkasan Nightclub, the hottest nightclub in the uh, <laughs> sure Vegas. I'm sure they all say that. <laughs> of course they yes. do. <laughs> but it was a good night anyway. That's marvellous. <laughs> so, yeah, so it was, I have to say good value for right. money. Well worth Particularly it.
1: Particularly if you can get one of those classic early bird kind of pricing yeah, if you yeah.
2: can get an early bird ticket they always sort of try and uh, mitigate their costs early so if you can get a an early bird ticket they i think they were doing like 30 percent discount type stuff uh, early on um so yeah no def- definitely definitely worth it of course you also then have your flights and accommodation if you're coming from Australia that's right as well so you've got a to factor too so
1: what well, yeah i don't think we really need to worry about that too much i, I would expect you probably mm-hmm. need to budget an extra few thousand bucks right i don't know
2: Oh, well, I think I got flights for just over uh, $1,500 return, and I shared accommodation with one of my friends. Yeah. So it worked out not too bad. So I think it was probably probably two and a half grand or right. up. I That's not bad. Mm-hmm. It's not bad for all a right. weekend.
1: <laughs> <laughs> a weekend in Vegas. So, what?
2: <laughs> a weekend in Vegas. <laughs> what <happens> in Vegas?
1: <laughs> so, all right. So, of course, the mm-hmm. question that extends from all this is we paid two and a half grand to get there and go to the event. Was it worth it?
2: Absolutely. Right. Yeah, without a doubt. Mm -hmm. without a doubt. I've I've been to a number of these, large and Mm -hmm. small, and I find uh, every single one of them is worth it, as long as, and here's the caveat, you put into action at least one of the things that you learned.
1: Cool. All right. So what were some of the highlights then of your experience there for the three days you were there?
2: It was really interesting. Um, There was a lot of Mm -hmm. highlights, but I think the, the overall, the overarching themes were a little bit different than any of these events I've seen mm. in the past. Do too. Um, so. Almost every speaker and even the choice of speakers that they had for keynote speakers, mm. for example, but even um, you know, normal, so to speak, speakers, um, everybody had more focus on the bigger picture. Right. Like, for example, just about all of them talked about why. And, you know, that that's something that I'm really big on and always have been. It's like, why are you in this business? What's pulling mm. you forward? Um, what are you hoping to get? And what are you going to give uh, for your business and to your customers? So, so, there was a really sort of much more, I guess, esoteric okay. focus uh, feel rather than, hey, let's get some products, stick our label on them and sell right. them on so, Amazon. Yeah, less it tactical
1: was, and more… Philosophical. Oh look,
2: there, there was there was tactics, mm-hmm. but but there was a lot more. As I said, like more bigger picture. Mm-hmm. Um, even people who were talking tactics really also talked about first and foremost, you've got to know right. your why. That's really the the mm-hmm. bottom line. Uh, and I've not been to an event where this was such a big theme. Um, yeah, focus. Yeah. yeah, big big theme mm-hmm. before. Mm-hmm. To be honest, the other big thing was very much around branding. And uh, servicing our customers. Right. So, even uh, one of the speakers talked about um, okay, even if you don't love your product, for example, you know, we don't all love mm-hmm. all of our products, but you've still got to be in love with what those products do for your customers. That's cool. Yeah so I, I I thought that was a really great way to to reframe mm. it. you know you might whatever your widget is, you may not love whatever mm. that widget is, but if you you know that your widget can change your customer's life in some way, you can definitely fall in that's love with cool. that yeah and and that could that's a a way to motivate you to sort of get up and and continue mm. selling that widget that may not be so sexy. Yeah, that's cool
1: because I fall in love in and out of love with my products all the time (laughs) depending on how they're going.
2: No, (laughs) look, we we all do. We all do. And, and again, there was very big emphasis on um, branding and and branding not in terms of just branding but also – Audience, and you know, and that's something that, that Ryan Moran has talked about mm-hmm. for a long time, and he re emphasized it again is, is your audience. Uh, who is your audience? Who are you selling mm-hmm. to? And how does your brand talk to your audience? So both Ryan Moran and Kirsty Verity um, both talked very heavily around those two things.
1: Yeah, Ryan um, Moran's been talking uh, about audiences yeah. really since day dot, yeah. For so He's, ever. he's not, not sort exactly. of saying, I remember him quite clearly saying, not- you know, don't don't ask the question, what am I going to sell on Amazon? That question that you should be asking yourself is, who am I selling to? and then figure out what the products are that you're going to sell to them. You know, like yeah, Exactly.
2: Exactly. So he's still beating that same drum. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it seems more and more people have jumped onto that particular bandwagon, to be honest, and quite rightly well, so. Well, it's made him
0: quite rich, um, I
2: think.
1: So. <laughs> it
2: certainly has. <laughs> he's, going, okay. it, he's, he's doing perfectly fine. Does he still do that <laughs> thing? Said- I
1: remember that very, very famous YouTube video that he did right at the back, you know, first Silicon, I think, where it was kind of like, you know, you're, you're in the grind and then there's a Gold and the, I can't remember what the three stages were. They all started with G. There was a grind, the growth, and the gold. Oh, hang on. And he was,
2: yeah, hang on. Let me see my, I've got oh, my is notes. Is he still banging on, on about from that? Ryan yeah, Warren. go back and
1: I'll just keep talking over, over that. On. But, um, And he was sort of saying, you know, um, if you could, all you got to do is just do whatever it takes to get to 25 sales a day of a $25 item. Yeah,
2: yeah, that's pretty much it. And then you just, you know, he just did mathematics, right? It
1: was like talking to a financial advisor. Pretty much, yep.
2: 25 sales a day. He's still doing that. He also talked about, here we go 80% of your keyword rankings are from sales through keywords. And this comes back to your audience again. So it's. so make sure that your the keywords you use are attractive to the audience that you're targeting. That's cool. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah, it's pretty. A bit of a uh, he he yeah. said,
2: "Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, look, it it all is yeah. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> minimum obvious. viable audience." Yes. He goes, "You need a hundred people on your hot list right. to launch a product." Okay. On a hot list. Mm-hmm. Um, That's easy. I'm just looking at here. That's easy. Um, He also talked a lot about – and this is new. I've not seen him do this before Mm -hmm. – advertising sources using other people's audiences.
1: So how do we do that?
2: So, for example Mm – Get yourself on other people's podcasts.
1: Oh, is that what uh, you're doing to me now? Is that why you invited yourself <laughs> on the show? Just kidding.
2: But of course, <laughs> darling, but of course. I'm so excited. We'll be
1: talking about your podcast shortly. Don't worry, we'll get there.
2: Yeah. Oh, it's it's all good. Yep. Other people's podcasts. Mm-hmm. Um, YouTube channels that uh, have a similar audience to yours. So can you piggyback on someone else's YouTube channel? Are there influences that uh, – Already talk to your audience. Can you piggyback on them? Can you offer them some kind of piece of the pie? Maybe a, a percentage of sales of, of uh, that are attributed to them. Uh, blogs, uh, Facebook groups, Instagram pages, uh, many chat lists, email lists. Now here's something. We actually had a bit of a drinking game. Every time somebody mentioned chatbots, we all had a drink. We were absolutely plastered. <laughs> <was> <laughs> because just about. Every single speaker, irrespective of what they spoke about, at some point mentioned chatbots. Mm.
1: And, you know-
2: and again, this was this was an, a real theme mm-hmm. because this is the, the current thing that everybody's using to launch and rank. Mm-hmm. There was a, a terrific speaker called Tomo Rabinovich. Wow, I think that's, that's a the, mouthful. Yep. I think that's the correct pr- pronunciation of his name. Because mm-hmm. uh, they actually had at Silicon this year, which they've never done before. They had. Um, every day, the afternoon, and sometimes a morning session where they had breakout rooms. So they actually had three different streams. So depending on where you are in your Amazon business, there was a beginner stream, um, a mid-range stream for people. Sort of doing, yeah. You know, Twitter. And Yeah, mm. intermediate, and then sort of like the high flyer stream. Mm. And so they had people speaking at the different levels. So that was really great. Mm. And one of the bonuses of buying the VIP uh, ticket is you actually then get the recordings of all three streams. So I'm really looking forward to watching some of the ones that I missed out mm. on.
1: That's cool.
2: Um, um, Chatbots. Uh, oh,
1: yeah. Chatbots. Mm. So,
2: so Toma talked about a really great strategy if you're launching a product, and I'm sure I've heard this before somewhere. Sure. But he just he uh, did it really well, and it was a, a giveaway mm-hmm. to launch your product. Um, so it was actually a giveaway of a different product.
1: Oh wow! I'm so, intrigued already. How does that work?
2: So how that works is you let's say you're selling barbecue tongs. Mm-hmm. That that, that's your product. It's not ready to launch it, but you want to build a launch list. So you go to Amazon and you find perhaps a barbecue cover or a barbecue, Mm -hmm. you know, something of value that people will want. Mm -hmm. And you set up a Facebook ad that you're going to give away a barbecue. Cool. So uh, the Facebook ad then um, uses a uh, what is it called?
1: Well, it sounds like a competition, right? So you.
2: Yes. Yes. Basically, it's a competition. Yes. Well, it's not really a competition. It's a giveaway. So they don't have to do anything except say yes or reply uh, in the post. Mm-hmm. Now, the reason that you want them to actually uh, reply and engage with the post rather than click a button to join your many chat list is then that's more likely to create a viral. Um, yeah, that's
0: right. Yep. Ad.
2: Yeah. So you want them to say yes. Then they go onto your Manage Chat list and you set up a flow that says something along the lines of, Hey, thanks for entering our competition. It expires on such and such a date. And we'll be, um, announcing the winner of the barbecue, both on the post and, uh, through, through this right. list. Then you immediately say, oh, by the way, we are soon to be launching some amazing barbecue tongs. Would you be interested in getting an early release discount? Nice. Yes or no. Okay, so that that keeps them on the list. And, uh, you know, if you're giving away a $150 barbecue, you're likely to get more than 100 people, uh, if you've targeted your ad correctly, Mm -hmm. onto a pre-launched list. So the idea of doing this competition is to find a related – product Mm -hmm. that doesn't have to be yours in fact preferably not yours that you know people would want and would want to chance to win and then of course you do actually have to give it away (laughs) Uh, so you do have to make an announcement on that post Mm -hmm. Uh, that such and such a person ha- has won, and then of course you can then send everybody who didn't win. You can then a send them a coupon code for your launch, and then you can also send them, a, oh look, I'm sorry you didn't win. Would you like a discount code to our great barbecue tops? Sweet. Yep,
1: yeah, that all makes sense. So yeah, that's cool.
2: So that was uh, that was cool, and but you know there was a lot. As I said, just about every speaker uh, mentioned a chatbot lists as part of a suite of ways to. Be in touch with your cool. customer
1: i actually just got back from a mastermind lunch today um met up with a mm-hmm. guy yeah got okay. a, met up with a really interesting guy called ruben who i'm going to try and get him on the show because mm-hmm. he's a big food seller on amazon in the united states he's from seattle okay so he's he's got mm-hmm. a really interesting story to tell but um so we we had a great lunch with him, uh, but but some of the guys in the mastermind were actually saying that they're just starting to wonder whether chat how long chatbots have got left. Is it kind of like has it sailed?
2: Oh look, it's just all of these things. Look, you know, I'm still getting. Uh, I sent out a bot uh, a couple of weeks ago. I'm still getting more than a seventy percent open mm-hmm. rate, and that's for quite a seasoned yep. list. You know, some of those some of those people have had more than a dozen messages from me, and they're still opening them. So still working (laughs) for some. (laughs) Still working. (laughs) Still working. Okay. Again, like everything, you have to have a reason to to communicate. You know, if you've only got one product, it's hard to use a chatbot list effectively. Because how many times can you offer them the same barbecue tongs again and again and and again? So yeah, I keep using mine because I have a a suite of Mm. products that are all related. So I'm comfortable saying, "Hey, last week you, or last time we offered you barbecue mm-hmm. togs. This time we've got barbecue yeah. gloves.
1: So come get
2: them. You know, mm-hmm. and next time, yeah, and next time we've got a grill cleaning okay. brush. You know, so so that's where branding is really helpful in using all of these different marketing mm-hmm. tools.
1: So I mean, I know we're sort of focusing in on chatbots, but um, would. Yep. If you're a new seller with just one product and you're launching your first yes. one, do you, do you go down the chatbot world or do you just stay out of there until you've got a few yeah, products? Yeah, absolutely.
2: To... Just, no, no, All absolutely. Right. As, as a launch tool, again, um, um, Paul mm-hmm. Barron, uh, who's a multi-million dollar seller, also has a, a Messenger mm-hmm. Bot University, uh, also talked about he uses exclusively chatbots for right. launching. So… You know, you again. If you've got one product that you wanted to launch, it's absolutely worthwhile building uh, your own list because if you're going to be using um, giveaway services or um, rebate key or any of those sorts of things, and again, this is another thing that was mentioned throughout Silicon is pretty much including rebate key. Giveaway clubs still dead, seems to have a few links. Uh, you know, to, to great extent. Oh look, people are still still using rebate key, yeah, absolutely rebate key, but mm. but a lot of the others, like the viral launches, and in fact, viral launch themselves I believe have lowered mm. their um uh, they, they won't, their discounts now, yeah, yeah, they yeah. won't do anything yeah. over fifty five percent I believe yeah. uh, sixty five is it yeah I knew it was something that was mm. yeah so um but even even things with like rebate key you don't know who your who those customers are, so you have no, no. way to go back to them and also you're not building a brand asset if you have a list uh either Mm. an email list or a chatbot list or both that is something that you own that's your customer if down the track you decide to send them away from amazon with your own shopify site or whatever Mm. you can do that if you're doing stuff with rebate key yes it works short term but think Mm. longer think bigger picture that that that's why you know owning your own audience uh, is a much okay. better way to and go. And I guess
1: that's where a lot of the branding themes were coming from, from Silicon, yeah?
2: Yes. Yep, absolutely. Cool. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. I
1: interviewed um, Michelle Barnum-Smith actually on episode 57, yes, I hope yes. it is. I haven't actually looked, but... From memory, it was I can't 57. I remember, yes,
2: but yes, she was talking about television. Have you had her so, on your show uh, yet? I've not had her because around about that same time, I was talking with ah, Paul Harvey. Yeah, so, uh, so of, yeah. yes, so <laughs> A bit of yin and a bit of yang there. <laughs> so, I got it's A bit of yeah. yin, a bit of yang. And then I've got Paul Barron and his wife will be coming on in the next uh, mm. little while uh, as as well. Okay. So, you know, but whichever way you do it, do it. You know, that's the. <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: <laughs> um, you know, I've been working on a quite a sophisticated chatbot mm-hmm. flow. Um, which I reverse engineered, and that's uh, doing some some really cool stuff. It's not so much for launch, but it's really good for ranking because it uses search yeah, find buy. Yeah, the SFB, by.
1: love that. Yeah. Search find buy a yep. little
2: trick, uh, and then I also attack uh, attach a um, review follow up sequence to it as well. So it's a two yeah. pronged. Yep to, you know, double whammy. I think that's actually something (laughs) that Michelle
1: Barnum-Smith has got in her flows as well that that I've bought recently. So, I actually haven't started using Search Find Buy, but that's something I've got on my list of things to do.
2: Well, that's really, again, that's the... Mm -hmm. Oh, and um, interesting, the Search Find Buy was, um, again, Toma mentioned, which uh, I've actually got to implement, was... um, you give them the keyword, mm-hmm. and he actually said one of the little tricks, if you're launching something and you've got a search, find, buy, and the keyword you want, you know, you're ranking on page mm-hmm. 72, it's unlikely that the customer is going to no. search through 72 no, no, no. pages. So the little trick that he recommended is you actually put your brand name in mm-hmm. front of it. So if you've got Fred's yeah. Barbecue tongs. Um, apparently, the loophole is that Amazon still reads barbecue tongs, that yeah. barbecue tongs yep. as the keyword, and yet it will still it will probably show up on page one. So you still get the search find by juice without having the customer search, all the way to page seventy two, um, all the way down to page seventy two. So that was a little uh, key that uh, was uh, yeah of, of you know it's that was worth the trip alone to be honest. Yeah, that's me. really good. Um, yeah. And then the other thing that he said was to actually put a photograph of the search bar, you know, because because customers are really very, very simple. Mm-hmm. So the easier you can make yep. it. So if you put in search for barbecue mm-hmm. tongs and then literally your search bar will look like this and you just take a screenshot yep. of your search bar that says Fred's barbecue tongs or whatever your keyword yep. is um, and and then show them the picture of the product. Yep.
1: And then, so from so, there, so basically, get, what, what get they're doing, me, sure. just for folks that don't understand what on earth we're talking about with Search Find Buy, the oh, idea <laughs> here is that you're trying to rank for a keyword or a key phrase typically. Um, and so, what you do is, you, um, what we're talking about here is delivering customers that have responded to, say, a chatbot flow or some message that we've provided to them through Facebook. And then you deliver them to Amazon and you pre populate the search term that you want to rank for um, and then ask. The customer to search for the, your product, and find your product, and then buy your product, and that looks very, very organic, like a very organic thing that a customer would do um, to to Amazon's algorithm. And then, um, you know, if they once they do that, uh, then you're, you're more likely to rank higher for those keywords that you're targeting. So. Um, yes. The issue, though, exactly. is that sometimes, as Virginia was saying, yep. yeah, if, if you're ranking on page 72, you don't want to deliver somebody you know, into a search term like barbecue gloves and then have a customer try and find you on page 72 because that is going to take a lot of clicks and a lot of scrolling and carrying on and a lot of customers wouldn't do that. So the idea is to try and... Shortcut that process sometimes exactly. I back.
2: mean, it's the super URLs is what we used to use to shortcut that. But uh, that's right. You know, of course, that they're, uh, they're they're not working anymore. Or I think <laughs> some of them still do, but not um, not nearly as 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 well. I mean, the the other trick, of course, is you, is you actually want people to put things into their. Um, into their cart. Into
1: the cart, yeah.
2: Into the cart. So, mm-hmm. um, so I've got a, a my, my little flow has got a mystery discount. So they actually don't know what discount they're getting until they've actually put it into the cart. Mm. So, <laughs> and well, that's, that's used, actually that's using yeah. a randomizer as well, and uh, yeah, yeah. it's 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 fun stuff. that's That's fun fun stuff
1: stuff. it's Mm. funny that um the whole add to cart thing i mean Mm. that's that's one of the tactics that some of the black hat chinese use with a lot of this you know what's called stealth rank stuff and so uh, it's it's not all everything that's happening but basically they get a lot of people to add products to cart just that signal alone without even buying the product but just adding to cart is enough to trick Amazon's algorithm into thinking that it's highly relevant for a certain keyword and um, a lot of these bot this bot sort of search traffic stuff that the Black Haters use, use that sort of ranking stuff okay. and those yeah, sort well, of tactics. Yeah.
2: Well, well, I'm, I'm using it, but I'm not the- using it in a in a Black Hat way. I'm using it oh. very much as a genuine yeah. – I'm sending out genuine coupons to my customers. Right. If some mm-hmm. of them choose not to use them because they don't think mm-hmm. the discount is is enough for them once they've added it to the cart, then that's their choice. Sure. Um, but uh, yeah. as far as that's I'm concerned, benefit. it's – it's a totally it's a totally white hat yeah. method and the Absolutely. benefit is, is is there. So
1: Well, with the Chinese, with the stealth yes. ranking stuff, I mean basically what they're saying is you don't need to give anything away. We're just yes, gonna get a yeah. whole heap of bot traffic um, to to visit your listing and add to cart and that should be yeah. enough to get your ranking and often it yeah. does. So And a, well that, that's true, long but long-term.
2: but that's a short term that's a short term solution. That's not a long term business building thing. And so no, no. it's a, a know, it, it's a hack. And 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 again, there was a lot of talk at Silicon about Getting away from from the hacks and the tricks and just really business building, you know, really business that
1: we as sellers sometimes um, you get sucked into all of that stuff because you end up in hand to hand combat with people that are doing things that are you know, and you get you just get sucked into the minutiae of of, you know, what's these little hacks and tricks and stuff, and then and
2: and and that's where you're better off finding a product that's doing ten to fifteen to twenty five products a day rather than you know, hundred to one hundred and fifty.
1: When you got your you head know, up. Yeah,
2: and you got to yeah. That's it. That's it. Stay under the radar a little bit.
1: You turf all the time rather than actually growing your business. So yeah, exactly. Um, there were some big names there as usual at Silicon, which is what mm-hmm. we're actually talking about. Talking, yes,
2: talking yes. About.
1: yes. <laughs> I love yes. the way we get tangents.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, um, no, no, it's all got, good.
1: So I, I saw you rubbing shoulders with the likes of Ryan Moran, who we mentioned I earlier. did,
2: Yes, he, he Ryan was Daniel there.
1: Moran to you, Ryan then.
2: Daniel Moran to, Sorry, to yeah. everybody. Yes, that's right. Ryan. No, he was. Uh, he was there at the – he actually did two presentations. He did one in the main room uh, wow. on day one. He was one of the first uh, keynote speakers. Mm-hmm. And then he did a in one of the breakout for the seasoned sellers. He did another mm-hmm. – um, chat, and then he was at the uh, VIP drinks at the nightclub <laughs> on the Saturday <laughs> night, <Not> uh, <laughs> which I vaguely remember. I, I, I did get a photo, so so yes. There was um, some serious sellers. Kirsty Verity, I don't know if you're aware of her. Mm, no, but
1: that's okay. No. Mm-hmm.
2: So, um, so just, just to talk back about what uh, Silicon is, Silicon mm-hmm. was put on by the guys behind uh, Amazing Selling Machine, yeah, which sure. was uh, the... Probably, as far as I'm aware, the first of the training courses for to teach people how to do FBA selling, and you know, I'd hazard a guess ninety nine if not a hundred percent, of all other training courses in the space. Uh, are people who have done ASM. this particular course ASM. That,
1: that's well, or right. all, all they've done a course that was a result of ASM.
2: <laughs> that was a derivative of. That's right. <laughs> that there's derivatives of. So all somebody. Of. That's right. They're yeah. all derivatives of ASM. And Kirsty Verity is um, very famous within the ASM community. She was one of the first people to jump on board with ASM, <laughs> and she was also used when they were doing their selling. Uh, promotion videos for you know for further iterations of ASM I, I bought ASM 5 and she was actually one of my inspirations because I saw an interview that they did with her yes she was a, she was an australian well she was actually british and then australian
1: yes. so she
2: was an australian woman who did really really well so so I made a point of seeking her out and she will be coming on my podcast uh, sometime in august mm-hmm. um, because she was a real inspiration to me uh, to To jump on board, I thought, well, if she can do it, I can do it. Mm-hmm. And uh, she has a um, training, or well, a coaching program that she's had uh, for a number of years, along with her partner. Yep. And uh, they have actually rebranded again, and and their tagline was real. You know, and they actually oh, gave okay. out t shirt that, that that said, you know, no tips, no 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 tricks, no hacks, just real. Love it. Um. Oh, so oh, so the? that was really cool. Yeah, <laughs>
1: <laughs> I to, I'm, going to, I'm going to steal that. Um, um, what, are, who, what are the what about some of the other women that were there that uh, are well the
2: the, the keynote the other key, main keynote was Sarah Blakely.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: She's the woman behind Spanx. Now, I don't know, Chris, if you know much about Spanx, do you? I think
1: it's an underwear brand. Is that right? Or some kind of –
2: It is. It is. It's an underwear brand. And uh, Sarah's uh, one of the few – I think she was one of the youngest, if not the youngest female billionaires in America. Mm -hmm. She's totally self-made and she has kept all her money. She's never sold a percentage of her company. Nice. She's grown it all organically.
1: Mm
2: -hmm. and uh,
1: Spanx is with an X, isn't it? Is that right? With an X. Yeah, right. yeah, Yeah. yeah.
2: yeah. Uh, and so she talked a lot about entrepreneurship and um, uh, mindset, really yeah. mindset. There was a lot of talk around mindset. Um, one of the – I actually did like almost a live uh, quote feed on my Facebook page uh, through her talk, and I'm just sort of looking at it now. Like one of my – the best quotes was she was talking about, teach your children to fail and celebrate failure. Love it. <laughs> Which is well, yes, because we we celebrate success, but as entrepreneurs, we know you know we fail far more often than we than we succeed, yeah. and uh, so that the idea is to give our children as well as ourselves, of course, the mm, permission, permission to fail, mm. yeah, and to fail fast, and to celebrate to celebrate the failure because that gets us one step closer to yeah to success
1: exactly. And it also um, – yeah, my-
2: well,
1: I was just going to say that, uh, you know, failure – sorry, I've got a cat trying to jump up on my desk here, which is am oh, going okay. to cut the podcast. <laughs> but, um, mm-hmm. oh, look, and I've totally lost my train of thought. But other than to say that that um, failure is – you'll just learn so much more from failures, in my experience, than you ever mm-hmm. do from the successes so, that you have. So, yeah, that's cool. Good.
2: Yes. Yeah, so in fact, I mentioned that to my daughter yesterday, and she said, oh, yes, fail. It's uh, uh mm-hmm. what did she call it? First, first attempt – in learning I was what she said. first attempt—that's that's the acronym they use at her school. First attempt in learning, and I thought that was amazing. Mm. Fail—that's that's that's a, that's a great acronym for fail. I agree. First attempt in learning. So right, that's going
1: up so that was wall. that. Yeah, that's, motivation. Yep, that's, right that's a motivation. Yeah, that's
2: that's a good one. <laughs> and again, she, uh, here's another quote that she did: It "Was sell uh, sell the problem you're solving, not your product." Yeah, that's right. So 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 what problem is your product solving? Oh, I'm right. So it's tab. barbecue tongs. Yep. You know, if you, if you if it's barbecue tongs, you know, well, I'm solving singed fingers. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I hate that. I hate it
1: when my fingers end up on the…
2: <laughs>
1: no, it's good. Okay.
2: For, for example. Yeah. Uh, the other one that I loved was uh, to hire your weaknesses as soon as you can afford to. Yep. And again, pe- people in the, the, the speakers in the more um, advanced uh, stream were all talking about hiring. Uh, yep. So, you know, get things off your plate. So it's get the small dollar things off your plate, not the big dollar things off your plate. Right. Um, and also uh, get the your weaknesses. Yeah. So whatever you're not good at, Outsource as soon as you can afford mm. to, get that outsourced. Love it. Mm.
1: All right. Uh, I think we have covered a lot. So... Let's, um, let's keep this short and sweet this week because sure. I've got school holiday madness happening
2: here. Oh, yeah, me too. Me off. too. Kids <laughs> trying to get in here
1: to play Fortnite and whatever else they want to do. Um, yes. But, um, Regina, thank you so much. Talk to me very quickly about your fantastic podcast, Women. And Amazon?
2: WomenOnAmazon.com. Yes. So I've got the website, I've got the podcast, and in fact, I'm going to be stealing this uh, interview to post this week because that stops me from having to chat about silicon to myself. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> so, so, so thank yeah, you. I really I uh, right anyway. <laughs> you asked all the right oh, questions. You oh, asked all the right questions. Um, so, yes. Yeah, so the podcast is Women on mm-hmm. Amazon. So I'm trying, to, the idea is to amplify women's voices in the space. Uh, it's not exclusive. Mm-hmm. So, anybody is welcome to join our Facebook group yeah, or listen joined. to the episodes. And yes, you have. I thank you. And uh, so, it's not exclusive, but but the idea is, you know, that there's a lot of women uh, sellers in the space, but their voices are not being heard. Mm. Not being Correct. heard. So, I'm, I'm trying to um,
1: – Check that.
2: Yeah. Change that a little yeah, bit. Yeah, progress
1: it a bit. That's awesome.
2: That's it. That's it. Totally. So thank you. All right.
1: Thank you so much, Regina. And um, let's hope our paths cross again very, very soon. Thanks again for coming on the sure podcast. This is episode 65. We are only 35 episodes away from episode 100. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and counting.
1: Yeah, I love it. I'm just can't believe we've got this far and someone hasn't pulled me off air. But um, no, I'm grateful again to you for coming on the show. And yeah,
2: we'll talk soon. Thank you.
0: Awesome. See you. See ya. All links and show notes for this episode can be found over at theaustralianseller.com forward slash podcast. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher or your favourite podcast platform. Sign up to my email over at theaustralianseller.com and I'll send you a note each time I publish a new podcast episode. Thanks so much again for listening.